0: 3am tales of terror contains explicit content listener discretion is advised welcome to 3am tales of terror where we tell you stories of the paranormal i'm your host jamie and i'm your co-host charlie and in today's episode, we're going to be telling you two stories. Again, because one is super short, and one is not that long, but also not that short either. So that's why we put these two together. So we're doing the Jersey Devil, which is a folklore legend in New Jersey. And then the Beast of Dartmoor, which is another folklore legend. So we're, we're branching out from our like haunted house, I guess, type stories or haunted places um so i hope you guys like this i want to do more like folklore stuff i don't know about you yes i yeah. like folklore i like folklore legends and stuff like that whatever so i want to i really enjoyed these stories myself so i hope you guys do too so we'll start with the jersey devil in obviously new jersey the now also what i wanted to put up top was these legends i don't know if you if you know if you've heard of them you've heard of them if not you're not they they may or may not have been solved. I don't think that they've ever been like confirmed, like specifically confirmed, but you know, there's speculation. So keep that in mind as we read. The New Jersey Lands is home to miles of pine trees and sandy roads, but it is also home to New Jersey's most infamous resident, the Jersey Devil. Designated in 1938 as the country's only state demon, The Jersey Devil is described as a kangaroo-like creature with the face of a horse, the head of a dog, bat-like wings, horns, and a tail. And I have found pictures, mostly like people's drawings and stuff of it. Illustrations. Yes, and man, they can get real crazy, (laughs) especially with all of that going on people have drawn lots of pictures of the jersey devil many portray him with horns a forked tail and a body that is part man and mostly animal the reason that there are so many versions of what he looks like may be because people are so scared by his ugliness when they see him they run quickly to escape and don't really get a good look at his features which that's completely understandable
1: yeah that (laughs) would freak me out
0: yeah For more than 250 years, this mysterious creature is said to prowl through the the marshes of southern New Jersey and emerge periodically to rampage through the towns and cities. The most widely held belief about the origin of the Jersey Devil is that Mrs. Leeds, a resident of Estoville, was distraught when she learned she was expecting for the 13th time. 13th.
1: That's a lot of babies. I'm just, yeah.
0: I just wanted to put uh, emphasis on that because, oh man. In disgust, she cried out, let it be the devil. Well, girl, if you'd have kept your legs closed, I mean, you wouldn't be having 13 babies. I'm sure
1: she didn't have a choice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The story continues that the child arrived and it was a baby devil. The creature then gave a screech, unfolded its wings and flew out of the window into the adjacent swamp. I mean, yeah, I probably would do the same. (laughs) Cusk.
1: I don't want to be the youngest of 13. I don't want to be the mother of 13. That
0: too. Man. Countless stories have circulated describing the devil's escapades, raiding chicken coops and farms, destroying crops and killing animals. His presence has been seen and felt by many in at least 50 different towns when he emerges from his natural lair in the Pinelands and wanders throughout southern New Jersey, sometimes intriguing and sometimes terrorizing the residents.
1: Possies were constantly formed to apprehend the devil, but to no avail, and at one point as much as $100,000 was offered for the capture of the Jersey devil, dead or alive. Several reports of the Jersey Devil's death also provided to be inconclusive and even the scientific community could not explain its existence. Belief in the Jersey Devil is quite real and based on records of concrete occurrences. Reliable people, including police, government officials, businessmen, and many others whose integrity is beyond question, have witnessed the Devil's activities. To this day, people traveling down the Garden State Parkway or the Atlantic City Expressway reported sightings of something or tell stories of strange occurrences. At times, there are newspaper articles in southern New Jersey about the latest sighting of the Jersey Devil. Reports of hearing his screams have come from have come even from people in cities near the lands. Some in New Jersey now think that the Jersey Devil is the protector of the Pinelands, who will not harm any humans who love this special area and try to protect it. Perhaps he is not such a bad guy after all. Many continue to believe that the legendary being is still around, disturbing the region, and will continue to do so for generations to come.
0: Now, I don't know about you, but like, police officers and government officials, business, like, you know, stuff like that, reliable people. You want to trust their opinion more. So, like, if they say they saw something, I feel like it it would be more concrete. Like, okay, if you saw it, why why would a cop lie? I mean... They're trained to deal with... About stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just something like you'd want to trust their opinion versus, like, I don't know, your neighbor down the street, who, you know, whoever... I don't yeah. know, and and I, I do like the idea, I do like the idea that maybe he isn't a bad guy, maybe he is just protecting, maybe it is a creature that it's is... It's probably
1: his homeland. I, I mean, mean like, I'm sure. I don't want people barging into my home, even if it's like 200 acres or something. Yeah. However big the, the Pinelands is, I don't know.
0: But I mean, if I was born the 13th child, I would probably...
1: Be the devil. <laughs> run
0: away, too. Yeah, I'd probably act like the devil, too. I mean, ugh, the lord. <laughs> So, that's all for the Jersey Devil. Any other questions or comments you had about it? No. Okay. My resources for this story were pinelandsalliance.org and state.nj.us. Moving on to, let me just find it, The Beast of Dartmoor. The story's a little bit longer and it is in dartmoor england so we're going out of the country again <laughs> okay you ready
1: yep yeah, let's get
0: okay started. i really really liked this story i think it's really interesting so i hope you guys think it's interesting too The Beast of Dartmoor is the name given to alien big cat sightings in the Dartmoor area of England. While the date of a first sighting is unclear, the Beast of Dartmoor has been sighted since the 1980s to 2010. Alien big cats, or ABCs, and sometimes phantom cats, are not cats from outer space. Instead, they are large cats that look something like black panthers, leopards, African lions, or cougars, but they are seen in Britain. They are alien in the sense that they are not thought to be native to the area. Most sightings are confirmed to the wildest places, especially swamps. A number of the more famous cases have received unique local names, such as the Beast of Bodenmore or the Fiskerton phantoms. The beast of Dartmoor is a large black or beige cat slash dog like animal. It is known to have injured and killed livestock in the area. So, I keep, if there's anything that I can tell you when you listen to this story, is keep your mind open to all the possibilities, but just know that we are also aware of what this really just could have been. Cause it really could have just been a cougar even though they're not native to there i mean coyotes weren't native to us either so you know it could have just been dropped so keep your mind open and just know that we're not that naive when it comes to this story but it is a pretty cool legend and the story gets wilder so
1: <laughs> so here's an article by uh tim sandals from 2016 As with any wild expanse of land, there have been many reports and sightings of big cats on Dartmoor. People talk of the beast of Dartmoor when more likely as not it should be the beast, plural, of Dartmoor. Talk to anybody that spends a lot of time on the moor and the chances are that they have seen or heard something related to a big cat or know somebody that has. I've never seen a big cat, but near Dick's Well, I have seen paw prints. The old story is that paw prints are usually left by a big dog and rain has enlarged them. The ones I saw were large and clearly clearly showed long claws. The rain could not have enlarged them because they were frozen and the edges of the prints were crisp and showing no sign of deterioration. I have seen ponies and sheep with their throats torn out by the dendl's wood. A friend has been lucky enough to have spotted one near the ruins of Tor Farm. He related how he was returning from a day's walk and it was getting towards dusk when he came past the old farm. Something made him stop and look back, and he clearly saw a large, light brown cat. It had climbed up onto a low wall about a hundred yards away and stood for a couple of seconds, looking directly at him. The animal then slowly flicked its long tail a couple of times, and in his words, nonchalantly leapt off the wall and lopped off.
0: I don't know about you, but from what I understand, water wouldn't necessarily make a paw print bigger? I've never heard of that. No. No. So I don't, <laughs> that little tidbit, I was like, uh, well, that seems kind of eh. I don't know about that. <laughs> Another folklore. Yeah, for real. Considering the size of Dartmoor and the numbers of livestock that graze there, it has everything for a big cat to survive. The isolation would mean that very little would disturb such a creature and the sheep and ponies would provide an excellent meat source. It is thought that the introduction of the of the 1976 Dangerous Animals Act was a contributing factor in the disappearance of the big cats. Now, this act, this Dangerous Animals Act, I think plays a big part in this legend in general. So... The act required any owner of such an animal to obtain a license from the local authorities and ensure it was kept in secure conditions. Some owners did not or could not obtain the licenses and so simply released the animals into the wild. It is not known whether any of them actually bred or how many survived in their new environments, but sightings regularly occur. Dartmoor sightings have varied from big big black cats to big beige cats, to big beige cats to a lion. In November of 1998, a young male lion was spotted near Rangutan, Rangutan? And a paw print was found which was deemed to be that of a lion by a big cat specialist from the Dartmoor Wildlife Park. At the time, the police had to deter big game hunters who were stalking the beast with shotguns armed officers then conducted a fruitless search of their own and no more has been heard of the dartmoor lion
1: so now we're going to talk about um a few of your reported sightings and big cat stories in 1988 in dartmoor a large skull was found on the moor possibly that of a puma later thought to have come from a big cat skin rug in may Whitacomb in the moor farmer shot a leopard cat that was attacking his poultry the animal was thought to have escaped from a traveler's camp. In 1997 of March, home, big cat sighted. In July, between two bridges in Princeton, a big cat was sighted. In 1998, March, in Butterdon Hill, a big cat was sighted. In October, in Giant's Basin, boys were camping on the moor and were awoken by strange noises. In the morning, they found evidence that two big cats had clawed through the outer tent. In November, in Cheston Rangutan, a lion was sighted. In November again, but in Dowsland, huge tooth marks found in a tin of cat food, rubbish snacks torn apart, and a large paw print left, which wildlife experts believed to be a puma's. In 1999, November, in Cornwood, a large puma-like cat was sighted. In 2004, in April, a large black cat was spotted on Maniton Green, and it's supposedly responsible for the deaths of 14 hens in the area. In July, a puma-like animal spotted by two Dartmoor walkers about a half mile northeast of Drustington. Drust- Drustington? 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 Drustington. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> in 2006 of August, Legus Tor, a large jet black cat was observed for about 20 minutes as it stalked some grazing sheep. It was reported that the beast was about a foot taller and twice as long as the sheep. In 2007, in June at Hound Tour, a large black gray stocky beast said to resemble a bear was seen ambling along a track below the tour. In June in Longiford Tour, a puma-like figure was photographed. Uh, So I think that we have some pictures. I'll have to go check the websites
0: out and I'll see if I can find Nick the pictures from this website where all these sightings were because I'm pretty sure people had posted pictures of what they had seen. Now I'm going to tell you some of them were very blurry and they... They didn't... It's not that they didn't look legitimate. It's just that it's very... What's the word? Like speculative, I guess. It's like... I guess where people want to see... They they see what they want to see. Yeah. So i don't know what the word for that is so
1: There's but, a lot of tours
0: yeah i noticed that too i was like oh yeah. maybe that means like um like for us like the villes like
1: bills or like like, like villages counties. so maybe
0: maybe they're like towns or yeah. something who knows i don't know i did not look that up i just noticed that though hm?
1: if you know please let us yeah if you know i got really tired of saying tour yeah it's <laughs> just it's an odd word to say at the end <laughs> yes
0: it is although nobody knows when the first reported sighting of a big cat was made it is well known that the it is a well-known fact that exotic animals were brought into this country to go in to go in menagerie collections as early as the 1600s therefore it could be that the legends of the wished hounds and black dogs have their roots in an escaped animal from the early menageries it would cert it would certainly explain the green eyes that appear in many of the stories. There are many times on the Dartmoor when out of the corner of your eye, you spot a dim and distant figure darting between the granite rocks, but you only get a fleeting glimpse and it is impossible to be sure of what you have seen.
1: It appears as the beast of Dartmoor is, it appears. As the beast. Is still alive.
0: That, okay. So it appears
1: that. It appears that the beast of, (laughs) it appears, (laughs) it appears that the beast of Dartmoor is still alive and well in 2008 as the following communication demonstrates. Dear Sir or Madam, I have just returned to London following a three-day solo trip to Dartmoor. I arrived Saturday morning and set off for the North Moor from Oakhampton. I took in a number of my favorite tours and by 1730 hours, I had reached Tor. The light was fading, so I decided to find a suitable place to camp. I walked down to the West Oakmont River and pitched my tent by the Sandy Ford Spring. This is situated between Stengator and Lintstor. As I was collecting some fresh water, I came across the fleece of a slaughtered sheep. Scattered around the area were several bones, some with meat still attached. Spookily, no sooner had I wondered what might have killed the poor creature than I heard the sound of barking from the hill above. At first I thought it was probably someone walking their dog, but what convinced me otherwise was that it continued intermittently until 1930 hours, and it had become dark by about 1745 hours. The barking was mixed with loud growling and howling like no domestic dog I have ever heard. As ridiculous as it may sound, the only time I have ever heard a similar sound was when watching an American werewolf in London. As a result, by about 1900 hours, I began shouting and banging my pots in an attempt to scare it away. By this time, I had heard it coming from three sides. It started above me, between my camp and kitty Tor, then moved down to the valley to the north of me, and then moved up to the other side towards Black Tor. At this point, I could make out a small herd of sheep running fast up the hill. I would estimate from the proximity of the sound that the dog came to within 150 meters of me, but unfortunately at no time did I see it. Each time I heard the barking, I walked in the direction of it, shouting at it to try and ward it off. I don't scare easily and have walked and camped on Dartmoor alone on numerous occasions. For the first time, though, I was very unsettled. I did not hear it again until after 1930 hours and, thankfully, enjoyed a beast-free, albeit chilly, night camp at Blackaven Brook near Oak Tour last night. Yours sincerely, James Dumit. Well,
0: that's that's sketchy. So another, a lot of tours in there. So we might have to find out what that is. I wonder if it really is like the villes here, like, you know, Kernersville, stuff like that. I don't know. He doesn't sound, the way he wrote this, it doesn't sound like it's a joke, you know?
1: Yeah. Like, he was concerned there was a dog that was going to get him. Right. But
0: it doesn't seem like he ever saw it. But then again, all of the other legends that I have found, nobody really saw it, I guess you could say, like. Yeah, and like he's I said, out
1: at dark, and if it's black, like it could be right. And and you're like going to see it, like
0: I said, like people were seeing what they wanted to see, not what they might have actually just seen, you know. So, who knows? I received an email from Duncan Rogers who kindly enclosed a photograph he took at 9 30 p.m. on Saturday the 14th of June 2008. He walked up to Long Afford tour and took a photograph of what he presumed was the sun setting on Dartmoor. However when he got home and downloaded the picture he noticed that not only had he captured the sunset but also what appeared to be a puma on the nearby southern outcrop of the tour. At first the mystery figure is not obvious but the more the picture is enlarged, the more the puma-like figure becomes clear. So my thanks to Duncan for allowing me to put the Beast of Longador on this page. Things seemed to go quiet for eight years until July of 2016, when a two-year-old lynx called Flaview escaped from the Zar- from the Dartmoor Zoo. In July of 2016, after Flaview the lynx escaped from Dartmoor Zoo, it was revealed by the zoo owner, Benjamin Mee, that pumas had been roaming the moor, In 1978, the zoo was expecting a delivery of five pumas after Plymouth Zoo had closed down. Zoo owner and circus entertainer Mary Chipperfield had allegedly, allegedly, released a breeding pair and one other puma into the wild rather than giving them up to a new home. However, Chipperfield's husband, Roger Cawley, denies the claim. That's why we say allegedly. (laughs) It appears that these beasts roamed and bred on Dartmoor, where they raised about three generations of offspring. For some inexplicable reasons, the sightings and reports stopped in 2010, very possibly because the pumas did not manage to survive the harsh winter of that year. Once the story came out, many people have now confessed to seeing the pumas, and farmers have reported livestock attacks during that period. So, I can see, I guess, like... You know, it is allegedly, but maybe she did it. Maybe she did let him loose. Yeah,
1: there's too many alleged sightings that there's something out there.
0: Something, somebody did something. Somebody either brought in, you know, brought in the pumas or lions or whatever. And then I I personally think it was a puma. Like, that's what I think. And I think, you know, somebody either had them as pets based off of that dangerous
1: wildlife act or whatever. Yeah, then they just got rid of them. Or they escaped because they weren't kept properly. Or they,
0: quote unquote, escaped. You know, set them free, basically. And, you know, I mean, it happens. I mean, it can't be any worse than the Appalachian State Mountains. Like, than the Appalachian Mountains in general. It can't be any worse than, what do we have there? We don't have pumas. Mountain lions? Yeah, but I thought it was something else. I guess, I guess
1: cougars. The wendigo? The
0: wendigo. That too. Don't mm, don't go to the Appalachian Mountains at night. Mm-mm. And if you hear something, for the love of everything holy, don't walk towards it. Run away.
1: Don't run. No, that's that's the where you mess up. You just calmly walk away. Yeah, and
0: don't walk towards it. Don't, don't be care that if person. If it sounds like
1: someone you know, if you know where they are, and you know that they shouldn't be over there,
0: exactly. Don't
1: follow it. Common sense, people. Don't be like these horror movies bobcats that's what it was <laughs> bobcats gosh
0: i knew i was like i was like we have something here but it's not pumas it's, it's not short coolers. little tail yes bobcats but those though they will they will mess you up so but yeah so like i guess it, it must be like the equivalent to that here like so we have like bobcats and we do have mountain lions and stuff but like we they're very have the
1: weather for them here
0: though right and so i mean i i don't know like I said, I I feel like the story might have been like you know quote unquote solved, yeah. But it's all still like alleged. It's no not one
1: knows what they saw
0: exactly, and it's never been confirmed.
1: No one's ever caught a cat,
0: right? It's never which been confirmed I find that.
1: Kind of surprising, right?
0: I mean, I'll post pictures because I found some pictures. I mean, yeah, they do look like you know maybe maybe a cougar or two. I don't know, but the pictures that they took, man, they're just so blurry it's not distinguishable to be like oh yeah that's that's a cougar or that's a puma or that's a lion like so I don't I don't know if that's why it's never been confirmed it's never really been denied though I mean that people haven't it's never been denied that people have seen it people if they see something they say they said something most of the time but it's also never been confirmed that there's cats that and that somebody let them go or that they
1: did how they got there
0: yeah how they got there they did escape from a zoo whatever the case like never been cons- confirmed or denied so i don't know and you know if, if they haven't been seen in 12 years i mean maybe it's gone maybe they maybe whatever it was really didn't survive the winter that year however if you want to go And you see something, you better take a picture and send it to us. And
1: make sure it's not blurry.
0: And make sure, yeah, please, Cod, make sure it's not blurry. (laughs) At least try. (laughs) Just try your hardest. That's all we ask.
1: Just tap the screen and it'll focus. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: all we ask. So anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed these stories. Uh, before I forget, my resources for the Beast of Dartmoor story is cryptids with a z.fandom.com and legendarydartmoor.co.uk. I hope you guys really enjoyed these stories. Like I said, I'm going to try and find more folklore legends and stuff like that. You know, those stories might be better off to do in one full episode or do two stories in one episode because a lot of them are like short and to the point they've been they've either been solved or you know there's not really a lot of stories or it's people a Cold case <gasps> exactly so tell us what you think and you know because we want to hear from you guys we want to make sure you know that you guys still like the podcast and you like the flow of things and you like yes. the stories we're always telling give us
1: your feedback please. yes yes I yes beg yes for, feedback.
0: for real always you can hit us up on any social media and let us know. I mean, please. Just let us know that you still that you like the podcast or any anything you want to hear from any us. Any critiques. Yes,
1: any at all. Thank you. That's it for today. Thanks for coming to hang out with us and listening to our show. Don't forget you can find us on social
0: Don't forget, you can find us on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. All the links can be found on our website, 3, the number 3, not the word, 3amtalesofterror.com. You can also subscribe with your email for updates there as well. If you have any questions for us or story ideas, you can email us at info at 3amtalesofterror.com.
1: We hope you'll join us next week. And And we hope hope you were were terrified. terrified.